Okay, hello dear friends. Hello dear friends. <laughs> This is my first patron. The number one. The number one. The number, the number one. one. <laughs> hello dear friends. I am in Paris and um, and this time Colin works here and we made it after so many years. Maybe I will go back to the video where I read his his letters. Okay, so we will start, and he allowed me to do a video, and uh, let's just get started. I'm too excited to talk. Okay, you can introduce yourself. Do I take the? And then yeah, okay. you can. Yes. So I'm. Uh, my name is Colin. I'm in Paris. We are in Paris. I'm uh, currently working in an architectural firm for the first time. Uh, I'm 22 years old, and this is my first experience working. And so I moved from England to uh, to Paris. And yeah, like Kaying said, this is the first time after like six years. I think uh, that we have the chance to meet up finally. So it's uh, it's super good, and it feels surreal. Uh, as I'm sure anybody else who's met Kaying knows, it's uh, it's a very finally when you see uh, when you see Kaying in person after not being in the videos. But it's super nice. Like uh, it's the the perfect weather, and. Um, so yeah, any any questions? Yes, yes. Okay. Let's so go. Here we have a beautiful, uh, beautiful park. Maybe we can do a talk here. Yeah, let's go there. And and he's a photographer. Are you a photographer? Photo, video, everything. Yes. <laughs> everything with pictures and moving pictures is uh, is me. Yeah. And painting. Yeah, I, and I, painting and I think I have a, because Drawing. of that I have an appreciation for many things and of course in, in architecture many of these things come up so uh, I think you know when you when you study architecture and you you look into the references you find like you have to kind of learn to find an appreciation for painting for, for drawings of course we're, we're always drawing and um, so yeah I think uh, anything visual I think uh, as soon as you enter the realm of understanding like uh, these things you, you gain an appreciation for, for many of these things yes this time coming to Paris yeah and coming to Europe a lot of cathedral a lot of old mm -hmm. things a lot of uh, history just just yeah. thousands of years of history mm -hmm. uh, distilled and it's such a beautiful thing and uh, does this or coming to Paris inspire your work? I think, I think, yeah. And I think this is something which came with age because I, I before I, you know, these things were taught in school and I never really, I never really understood. And I think because of this, I never really had an appreciation for it. I was more into contemporary things. And, but I think, um, when the when the desire comes from within and you yeah. actually understand then you it's a whole different like then you, you start to read books about these things and um and then like you know the further you delve into topics like this and you start to research and like uh, watch videos and it, it really is a, an interesting thing and it's always strange to think uh, i think for example the uh, arène de lutèce i don't know if you've seen them no. in paris it's it's oh. an old like roman colosseum oh. which they still have the remains and uh, it's from, I think, uh, unless I'm wrong, from a time when Paris was called Lutes. Wait, um, Lutes. Yeah. Mm. And when you go there, like you, they, you, you watch old photos and old videos of how this thing used to be used for gladiators, and you still yeah. see the cages and stuff. And 
you realize like uh, it's crazy to to un like to to even get your mind around these things that one day like uh, thousands of years ago there was like gladiators fight, fighting with lions in the exact same place where now it feels so like uh, we're so used to it so i think yeah i think uh, and especially in architecture we're always looking into historical references and uh, everything is is like uh, grounded in um the way things used to be right because that's the only reference we have uh, and you know the further back you go the, 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 more, the more different things were but actually it's interesting because I think it's uh, a similar thing for movies for me because I think I, I never used to have an, uh, an appreciation for older movies I think I, I was always like uh... but then with time as I matured I, I understood actually that many of the things that I liked in, in modern movies originated from old movies and like uh, for example I was watching movies of Alfred Hitchcock yeah you know yeah 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 and I mean like at, at first I was a bit skeptical but then you realize and re when you really like when the desire comes within and you understand then it's a whole different story and it's the same with everything with when you come to Paris and you you start to understand the historical references and the yeah yeah with the buildings it's super I remember remember there was one day I was walking in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. There are some beautiful buildings yeah. 100 years ago. And then there are some functional building, mm -hmm. square, block. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there was one guy said, this is such ugly. Why we make so ugly building? And yeah. I find yeah, it yeah, yeah, actually yeah. interesting yeah. when you know the development of architecture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want Definitely. to hear you. It, I think the... For me, this is the most obvious in um, the the houseman, the typical Parisian houseman yeah. buildings. Yeah. I walk past so many places where they've knocked down an old houseman building and replaced it with something new, and it's such a shame because, like, uh, you know, I, I've never been, I've never been somebody for, like, uh, for detail in architecture. Usually, like, I'm I, I'm very like. Um, not brutalist but you know Bauhaus yeah. and, and things which have less like uh, gothic detail yeah. or so but with that with the houseman style it's just such a, a shame especially when you see them knock down the buildings and for that like for these type of buildings I I really uh, have an appreciation for it and I think that's also come with time but yeah it's the same like it's such a shame when you see them knock down to, to put a glass building which doesn't at all fit there and um, and I wonder because at work we uh, at when you study everything you you always look into the past and you look to create a building which fits in this spot perfectly it wouldn't fit anywhere else if you put it anywhere else it would not fit and then you think these architects they did not even consider the building on the left and the right they ignored the proportions the materiality everything and they just put like a glass block okay it's it's like offices or whatever but I think it's a shame because I have seen examples of where people put a contemporary spin on this renaissance on this yeah. like a houseman style yeah. and i think this is nice because it shows like an advancement in architecture yeah. you're not going backwards but you're still you're taking references from the the past and it fits much nicer into the facade and i think uh, so yeah this i think this is the the main example for me it's such a shame so this time i went to um Bilbao. Okay, the Guggenheim actually put Bilbao on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of uh, one of such a, uh, amazing artwork. Is yeah. by Frank Gehry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen his building in Paris? He he did the Louis Vuitton uh, foundation. 
in the I think in the northwest of Paris. Yes. In the, by the by the park. Yes. I've been a few times and it, it's again it has very similar colors yeah. and a very yeah. similar style. I went there. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's a Han Tai or someone's exhibition. Last year mm -hmm. I went ah, there. Yeah. Right yeah. now I think uh, it's um, it's. Uh, Andy Warhol and Basquiat exhibition. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, Basquiat. Yeah. I went and with my Andy brother. Warhol. My brother, yes, he, yes, my brother loves uh, like uh, Andy Warhol's art, and we went together, and he he loved it. He was taking photos of every artwork, and we were taking pictures of him in front of it. He he loved it. Yeah. yeah. I had hard time to understand it. It's yeah, it's it's like this, I think. But again, I think this is a thing where um, these are two artists who learn to yeah. think like children again yeah. and this is the i think the hardest point of of art in general i think you you progress and you your skills become better and you 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 get to a point where you can do realistic things or you can paint like super super colors and like a super scene and then you have to unlearn all of this to again like like picasso did and i think exactly. this is the the level above exactly. like uh, above this yeah. and it's the same in architecture you have super crazy buildings and then that, but then actually when it, get, it gets to a level where you're so advanced that actually you begin to pull like uh, pull back your skills again and yeah, it's it's a very interesting concept. That's, that's eye-opening yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we will talk about uh, your life. Let's do the it. The art <laughs> and things goes a bit too deep. Yeah, it can go very deep, yes. that's true. You come to here to start a new life yeah, a yeah, career yeah. is there anything you want to talk about what inspire you to make such decision and uh, what do you find something hard something make you happy mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. yes I mean it's like the the reason why for me was very simple because it was something I always wanted to do because of my family and because we are the only ones in England out of my whole family. The rest of my family is in Germany or Switzerland. So for me, I always knew that I maybe belonged more in Central Europe. And then uh, I said to myself, one day, one day I'll do it, one day, one day. And then after I graduated from my bachelor, I realized that for my whole life, I'm gonna keep on saying one day. And I'm gonna keep on, uh, and the, actually the thing I learned from this is that People, well, we always wait for a comfortable timing, a time where we wake up one day and we think, okay, now I'm ready to go, now I'm ready. But actually the truth is you're never ready, you never feel ready. You never, you always wake up and you think, mm, like right now I'm not ready because, and then you'll find some excuse because this is going on, this. So then, you know, you just begin and you start, okay, what, what places can I work there? Where can I stay? And then, and then, and then once you, you look into this, before you know it, you've got something booked in and it's final and you have to do it and you, you, carry, you carry through with it. And um, I'm super happy I, I, I did it. And uh, it, I think it also actually, funny enough, gave me an appreciation for where I come from, where yeah. England. Yeah. Because actually when I came, it was funny. I, I spent the first like two weeks um, talking down on England because I said, ah, I don't like it. It's better here. It's, yeah. no, no, no. And then I realized that actually I started to miss it. And I started to miss strange things about it, things where they aren't maybe so glamorous like uh, you know even um, the you know as a silly example the small like corner shops that we have exactly. and you go there with your friends yes. and or even like the the English summer like yeah. the English summer is usually people laugh about it and yeah. they say like we have 25 degrees and 
And I always laughed about it too. And I yeah. said, hey, it's so much better here. And then, yeah. and then. But when I came, I, I realized that there's a certain magic and a certain essence about it. Going out with my friends, even if it's 25 degrees, yeah. even if we don't always have sunshine yeah. and we don't have the sand or amazing things to visit, there's something about your hometown which will always draw you back. Uh, even if there's not always something to do and sometimes you go and this is a really important thing I learned and I, I, I look back and I, I don't regret okay I do regret the first two weeks where I said oh I hate England and, and, because but I think I really needed this experience and I needed to learn this yeah. and uh, I, I realized yeah I, I grew an appreciation for my friends back home and because you meet people here and I've met some super people here and I've got some really good friends um, but you also realize that nothing will ever cut nothing will ever be like your home friends you know like you the connection you have with those people where you've grew you've grown up in the same area you've gone to the same school you make jokes about the teachers or something that happened in school exactly. at no point ever you will really meet somebody like this yeah. and i think here like yeah it's exactly that that i've learned um so i think it's really been like if if you if anybody has the opportunity to do it and and you're procrastinating and you're thinking ah oh, i'll wait till i'm ready i'll wait till the reality is you will never be you'll never feel ready you will never wake up and be like okay like i'm ready to take on this challenge so just go and you know go on the internet and whether it's just book your interview with a company mm. or, or just book your accommodation mm. just do it and then once it's locked in you have no turning back and then you you force yourself to to go through with it and it's like seeing the world is something that nothing you can read as many books as you like you can watch as many movies and educate yourself as much but nothing nothing comes close to traveling the world and and seeing how other cultures live and i think the i i really look up to my dad and he's somebody who really has this he's very in touch with 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 the world because he's seen so many places and it's it's definitely a a privilege but i think this is the reason why he is uh, so open-minded and and has the the perspective on life that he does so i think this is i followed this and and uh, yeah there you go there you go <laughs> no, just go ahead do it just, just do it any advice consulting advising once you have the view you can make it happen you will find your way yeah. now here what makes you strong what is your superpower what makes <laughs> you different from others what makes you proud of yourself um, I think what I would say is um, my my headspace, which is an interesting one because I wouldn't know if somebody said that to me, I wouldn't know what it meant. But I think the the conversations I have with myself in my head, or the way I um, approach a, a certain task or like it's usually something creative because again like I spend nine hours a day in an office doing creative things and so usually these things are so I think this is the the kind of the the thought process I have when it comes to these things I think is my strength and I also I would say I'm I'm very much a perfectionist which is which has its downfalls but also it has you know positive points um, but I think this pursuit for perfection like uh, helps me because you know I will never give in something or post something or or do something until I think it's perfect and sometimes 
for example, I'll, I'll upload a video I made and then 10 minutes later I'm watching it back like five times and I'm like, no, 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 like I need to take it down. This this one thing is really bugging me because once you put it out in the world, it's, yeah. it's always there. Yeah. You can never take it back. So I would say this is, this is um, I would say my, my headspace is my... Uh, my strength and, and the way I, I tackle or I approach certain tasks and um, and I I guess also my my motivation to, to do things comes from um, a similar area a similar a similar reason so I think this is this would be my strength now let me talk about your strength yes. <laughs> <laughs> that letter touched me profoundly profoundly that's so much courage to to write and such eloquent and so beautifully written and I can see this is a, such a beautiful inner landscape mm. and you are doing it so beautifully so beautifully and uh, just the courage to to write at that you are only 18 something yeah I was, I was when i wrote the letter i was yeah i think 19. yeah yeah and uh, you have no no fear or something or because <laughs> you know hanging already i i, I think i think you make people very comfortable so people people feel like they can approach you and they won't be uh, but uh, like everything i said in the letter was completely like written from the yeah. uh, like completely truthful yes and i it got to a point where i was like i, I really need Ying to know the importance because i i think for you this is this is a, the only thing you have the the, yeah. the reaction from the yeah. people who watch you yes. this is like the what builds yeah. you and it will help you to you know find the motivation to keep making videos yeah. and yeah and um you know it, it's it's needless to say but it's your channel is completely different from anything I've ever seen on YouTube and I've never found a second Haying and I never will and nobody ever will and it's exactly this like it's uh, it's not the the content where you it's a th what do you call it a um, um, when uh, the thumbnail was super uh, clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, it's not yeah, clickbait, clickbait, and it, you know it doesn't make you like oh big big font like uh, yeah. in capital letters. Yeah. Please click this video. You know you, you come there and you. I think uh, it's a lot deeper than 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 it seems. Like you learn things about about life, and like I said in the letter, I think something I learned from you is just uh, the slowing down. I think because. Yeah you know we my age especially like everything is so fast yeah. everything especially yes. at uni at the time like things were going super fast and I, I never took the time to um, to appreciate the small things and this is this is probably if I were to put my number one lesson that I've learned from you it would be what I really admire about you is is your how such a small thing can make you super super grateful and happy when you you know when you you buy something, um, you take you you look at the packaging and you know it's it's it makes you so happy when you just looking at the packaging and the design and something the way something is wrapped and or um, and I I think this is something because nowadays you know we we're so caught up in buying a new phone and buying a new this and buying a new that because like. You know, we, we crave these dopamine rushes every time we buy something. But for you, like, I really learned to 
you know, you slow down, you take, you, you drink your tea, and you look at where, the thing you've just purchased <laughs> or a magazine, or and you know, take an hour to look through it and yeah. look at every small thing. Yeah. And, and um, I remember one time you actually you said something. Um, <laughs> you said you, I think you bought a, a tea bag or you you bought uh, some tea, and you <laughs> said the reason why this tea is special is because I have one of it. If I had 50 packets of tea, of this tea, it would not be special and I wouldn't, I wouldn't appreciate it, I wouldn't value it. Yeah. But because I only, because we, we often, we find something we like and we, we want to buy more of it. We, we, we're greedy people and we want to, ah, like this, having this thing made me so happy. If I buy another one, it will make me happy again. But I think the, the, the magic is in just having one of it and, you know, taking, taking a long time to, to appreciate every small detail of it and, um, I, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much you can learn from, from, from watching your videos and it's, it's funny because many people I think might not understand but the ones who do they they're there and they're every day they're learning they're learning things and yeah yeah oh, this is a touch me so <laughs> this might be a tough one okay you um, are a very happy person you are a very positive person and uh, something that make you unable to sleep make you unhappy make you angry make you sad make you negative yeah um, you're right it's a tough one I would say yeah. <laughs> um, okay okay uh, so so one thing I would say is when when I feel like the, the two the, the answers I'll give will be two very different things but I, I think the first one is when I feel like I'm, I'm letting go of my, my life is no longer in control. This is one thing that I lose sleep over and I kind of, it really stresses me out and like, um, and I think it's something that definitely, um, yeah, keeps me up. And when I, when I feel like, you know, maybe, it can be super simple things. It can be if I haven't, um, if I haven't been eating well recently, and or I, late for yeah, work, or, or, or yeah, late I, for I work, totally or, understand. or yeah. um, you know, I haven't yeah. haven't been to the gym in a while, yeah. and I'm like, you know, I, I can feel myself being sucked yeah. in by yeah. by my phone and this, mm. and I, I just feel like really oh. like you know, this. What am I doing? I'm I'm not eating well. I'm not exercising. I'm not consuming the right type of things. This is definitely one thing. And then when I realize this, um, I I as quick as I can I make a change and I, mm. I'm uh, very I try to you know change things up to, to no longer you know feel this way to feel like my life is back in control and I'm mm. I'm taking care of these things I'm taking care of myself and I think the other thing because you, you mentioned uh, I think you know people or things people do that that yeah. can make me angry I, I would say one thing I, I don't like is when somebody thinks they're they're better than you and and because it it comes out in a way and i think it um you know you, you it never you never feel great when when somebody talks to you and you have the feeling like uh that they're just you know treating you like you're just somebody to who they can uh tell what to do and i i um yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely been times in my life where this has happened and i i think this is why me myself i'm super conscious to to not be anything like that like the, these people and stay away from from uh, from being you know like this and so I always try to, to make people aware that 
I think everybody is on the same level and we're same. But of course, in a in work environment or so, like there will always be hierarchy and yes. it will always show somehow. But I think this is yeah something where, um, it, it I think that annoys me. Do you have pressure right now under? Because <laughs> whatever we say, it's very, um, very much because of our, of our life experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, as of now, yeah, like there, there's pressure for sure. There's, uh, you know, tasks that need doing for yeah. for a presentation and, yeah. and this and that. The the reality is that, you know. I always think, okay, if if I don't manage to finish this, what will be the consequences? And then this adds more pressure because you yeah. think, like, you know, you sit there working, yeah. like, no, I I really don't want X person to to think this, or I don't want I I want to present something which I think which I'm happy with, and um, so so yeah, you know, there's but also what I've realised is without pressure, we we don't grow as people, and I think there's been times where. Um, at work, for for instance, when I when I feel comfortable at work, I I almost know that it's it's not a good thing because I, especially now for yeah. me when I'm working, you know I have a, a year or a year and a half of working, and I really I want to be put in uncomfortable positions because yeah. I know I learn fast in this, and I I want to kind of be I want somebody to just trust me and be like yeah I'm sure this guy who will figure things out he throws me into the deep end and. And because usually you do figure things out, and you learn super, you, you learn so much quicker if you're in situations like this, um, as opposed to when you know you're just floating and things are easy and you're not really being challenged. Yeah, you um, are doing always drawing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you challenge yourself for architecture design, for bearing design, weight design, yeah, yeah, surface yeah. design, different things. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I lost track of the question, but. <laughs> <laughs> What makes you, uh, yeah? Uh, just uh, my personal thought: everyone is doing a job. Mm -hmm. He must have pressure by mm -hmm. himself, yeah. your boss. So whenever you have trouble, you have this. Think on his side yeah. also. That sure. can at least release you, and you become a team together. Mm -hmm. Getting this job done, getting yeah, yeah. this project done. Definitely, I think this is something I always remind myself: yeah. is um, mm. you know, they're always the, the people who are putting you under pressure are always under pressure themselves. Exactly. They're always like caught in their in yeah. their own trap. So, yeah. at the end of the day, like it's just the uh, people are, are relaying the pressure, and so it's yeah, like we're all in the same position. I think, um, and it's important to remember that when we are, otherwise you. It turns into hatred, and and you, it's not, it's not at all healthy to to even let your your mind get to that point where you're like, uh, yeah. And it's a chance for you to be a bigger person, to be better, yeah, yeah, yeah. under pressure, and release him a little bit. You yeah, definitely. will be taking great responsibility mm. in the future, or even now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, so good, so good. Times, uh, <laughs> I've I've seen you interview people and you, you talk to people and now like uh, I think I've still not processed. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, but it's, yeah, you it, are the star. It's amazing to be here with you. Yeah. So uh, it's so good. Do you plan to? What is your plan for the future? Keep on in this job, in this place, mm -hmm. or starting to try something new? 
try something different? Um, or I is mean, that too early? I think, uh, I mean, I definitely have a, a future plan. Mm. I think um, it helps me to, to you know, uh, adjust myself and the way I work mm. and, and to, in order to reach my, my future ambitions and so. I think the the place I'm the work, place I work right now is, is amazing. I, I love it, and every day, like to be honest, really every day I wake up and I I really want to go to work, oh. and this is such a blessing because yeah. uh, sometimes, or a lot of the time actually, I, I wake up and I really I, I pinch myself because I'm I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do. If, one year ago, if you asked me what do you want to do, it would be this, and I think we lose track of this, you know. Yeah. At one point, when I was doing this whole like uh, you know site like, like um, interviews and, and looking to, to make the move, I uh, at one point everything fell through and it wasn't going to happen because of documents and so so yeah. it, it was um, it wasn't going to happen and I was just going to have to find something in, in England and yeah. I was like I was heartbroken I was really and I I believe that that God put me through this in order to have an appreciation for 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 now i think if this hadn't have happened i wouldn't have uh, valued it as much as i do now so yeah sometimes like i remember one time i was walking home from work and okay it was a long day and and um but i was walking on pont neuf and you know you have the eiffel yeah. tower and it's it's yeah. sparkling and has this thing and i'm walking and I, I said to myself i'm walking home from work right now in paris in in a job i love like i and uh what more could I want? And really, like it's true because I think uh, we always want more. We always, so it's really important to think about a time where you wanted the thing that you have now. And I think when I heard this, it, it really it's, it's stayed with me since because at, at one point we always wanted the thing we have now and we lose track of this and, yeah. and we, we want more and the grass is greener on the other sides. So, so yeah, back to your question, I think I will... I would love to stay in Paris and I think I will definitely um, return after maybe if I maybe I even study here um, and I think yeah like I'm super happy with the, with the job and I really I enjoy it and uh, I wake up and I'm excited to go even on days where you know it's not going to be the most amazing day but you know you're still there you still sat there doing something which actually you really enjoy and i think we go through like we go through school and we go through in england a levels and each time where you 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 pass one of these exams and you go into your next phase your your life filters down a bit a bit a bit so you know you start off and you do like you have five subjects you don't like and then in the next stage you choose three subjects so you have even less subjects you don't like and now i do one subject a day and it's the subject i love so there's nothing i don't like you know like uh so i yeah i'm, I'm really i'm i'm super blessed to be here and i'm um I, I remind myself of this all the time uh and it's also something not that not everybody is able to do you know because some people are, are stuck at home with with problems and have to take care of family and so so you know traveling and, and being able to go abroad like it's it's a blessing and actually uh i have a lot of friends who they they've had problems with their passport because of visas and yeah. so and this is another thing where i think i never I, I never appreciated how uh valuable it is because i've never had these problems and some of my friends they they really um yeah. it's difficult for them to travel and yeah. so and they have to ask for a visa and yeah. so this is another thing where you just take it for granted and you just say okay i take my passport and i yeah. go here like it's for some people it's really not possible so yeah so our dream can be 
doing something different, starting something new, our dream can be just living every day the best of life. And yeah. that is. Yeah. I think. I'm um, so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hope in the future to. Uh, I mean, every everyone has the dream of opening their own architectural yeah, firm and and being the kind of person who makes the decisions and it's a lot of responsibility, but also it's uh, it means that you're no longer the person who's following orders, but rather you are able to realize your own designs and you, everything comes from from you because. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I'm super lucky in the place I am now. I, I have enough freedom to to um, to be able to design as opposed to just follow orders and, and be like a, a cog in the system. Uh, but yeah, for the future, this is my plan, and I hope to um, maybe stay in Central Europe, in Switzerland, or uh, closer to my family. But I also I I do really miss my friends back home. <laughs> so I, I will think, travel uh, around the world to follow your architectural <laughs> design. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, you told me I think at one point that your sister was was an architect, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Later I will show you some. Please, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. So, what do you like about living in Paris? Let's come here. Um, there is there is always something to do. I think there is uh, never there is never a point where you know um, you find yourself with you know sitting at home where you really have nothing to do and I think um, especially with work you're you're instantly brought into a, into a friendship group into a group where you can go out and do things and I mean it's um, I think as opposed to where I where I grew up we have here there are so many parks and, and really nice places and you know you have the you have the the river to just sit by and when it's like exactly like now when it's sunset you know there's there's nothing nicer than to uh to stay by the river and uh i think yeah like it's really there's there's so much to do and uh everything is super nice and uh so yeah so you bring say. it all the time <laughs> yeah 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 I, this is another thing i think uh, as somebody who who's always making videos and photos like here you can never run out of things to to film and photograph and there's so many interesting um, like movie opportunities or so but also another thing I've realized with Paris is when you're here it feels like the whole world revolves around Paris like uh, two weeks ago there was the the fashion the, the Louis Vuitton fashion uh, like walkway on the Pont Neuf and um, you know you see everybody here and I've, I've walked I've bumped into some some famous people who I never thought I would meet and uh, yeah it's like for me, growing up in a small town, I'd never had this before. Like people come to to, to the city, and it's always nice to see people like uh, come here with with their family on a holiday because you know they are very relaxed people, and they're you know they're enjoying their holiday, so they're not super stressed. And actually, Parisians people say Parisians are like super rude. I I wouldn't say so. Even when my father came here, he was surprised too that actually everybody was super nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Um, it's actually not how they say it is. So, yeah. Oh, look at it. This is the best time. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, this is the best time. Now it's such beautiful golden sunshine. Yes. We will say bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye, bye -bye. guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so our meetup ended at this beautiful golden hour and uh, 
Paris looks just incredibly beautiful. It's like a, a piece of a impressionist painting, and、uh, it's so real. It's so lively. It is this moment when people enjoy life, when people sit together, have a chat, have a drink. That happy singing, dancing. It is this moment that connect us all together. We all share this beautiful sense. The sense of life, and it's just so incredibly beautiful and inspiring for me to meet people, to meet my very dear friend, to meet our YouTube family, and this is the highlight of my trip, of my everyday life. I am so grateful. So,、um, if you have something want to share, to share your story, to share your your struggle, to share your unique life, to inspire others, write me a message. If you are in Paris, we can try to make a meet up. And my trip is coming to an end, but we can always connect. We can settle for next year's time, <laughs> and、um, and we can do a Zoom call. But still, seeing face to face is just so real. I have the chance to ask questions just randomly and out of out of the. The synergy of that moment, which is so important, so, 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 so cherishable. And、um, if you want to support me and keep this program going, keep my travel going, you can go to my Patreon. I put my Patreon li- link. Under the description of this video, or you can just directly donate, and I put the donation link under the description of the video also. And、um, if you are not in the mood of making those kind of donations, spread the goodness, spread some words, put my video on. On social media, link to different place, and、um, and let's make it happen. Let's dream together. Thank you very very much. I love you. I really do. Do 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 do. The following video is I read the letter from Colin.